Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. And this is Camden Cast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about season 10, episode 10 of Seventh Heaven. The title is Apple Pie. Our IMDb user synopsis is While Eric sneakily prowls for pie, Ruthie tells off Jack, who indignantly rebukes Martin's insinuations as just that, even gets his and Eric's apologies. While Simon can finally just rest, Rose stresses he shouldn't find out her dad's fourth marriage is breaking up, like her ma's third, which is why he sells his house, which she hopes to get for Simon and her. Kevin says Martin needs a good bait-baiting, if not paternal, then from him. But both basically good boys are actually rather relieved after rolling in the grass, letting off steams by fists. Dear God. That was that got that steamy. went somewhere. That got erotic. Um, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, so I think this is probably one of the first times we've seen some type of like humanity towards Ro- of like Rose. Um, in that, I feel like she's a little vulnerable. Yeah, they actually showed her as a person who is like more than a like flat character. Um, and also the mystery of whatever it is that's so wrong with Jack was finally revealed to be, guess what? Untrue. Yeah. Um. But also it was exactly what we thought. Yeah. They were all saying about him. Um, and it looks like there's some sort of progress being made in like the Sandy Martin Mm. place or whatever. I don't know. It's, I'm not into it. I'm not into anything right now this episode like same it's my life not into (laughs) anything right now it's just like not it's not really keeping me entertained or keeping me involved or interested at all um which is really sad because this at this point everybody thinks is the last this is supposed to be the last season yeah it's supposed to be compelling and i think it was probably enough to keep people watching through obviously throughout the season because they thought it was going to be the last season so anything could happen in any given episode but but nothing happened in this episode. Right. Um, like, the the most, like, kind of interesting plot was this, like, quest for apple pie. But, like... All right. Well, I think really. the whole road, like, what was... All right, we'll get into yeah. it. So, the cold open happens, and we learn that Jack's big flaw is that... Well, I don't know, Ruthie is, like, trying to gather information. She wants to ask Martin what he thinks is wrong with Jack. But first she asks Simon... And Simon is like, oh, well, Jack's whole thing is that he, um, like, seduces virgins, and then when he no longer has a use for them, then he, like, just throws them aside. And Ruthie is like, oh, no, my worst fear. Um, And I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, uh, then Simon has a separate conversation with Rose, where she says she's at her parents' house, but he still cannot meet her parents. He still never met her parents. Mm -hmm. And he still cannot meet her parents because they are still in Europe or Canada? Canada. No, they're in Canada. They're yeah. in Canada. Skiing. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll start with actually this Rose Simon thing. So um, from what we've gathered so far in the relationship, it really looks like Simon is the one that's not like into it as much as Rose is. Actually, it doesn't feel like Rose is into it either. But in this episode, we really saw... Well, from Rose's end, you get like she wants... like to marry Simon so he can, like, make money and take care of her. That's what I get from Rose. 
she wants to be she wants to be kept. Yeah. Um, but now we actually see there's kind of a reverse going on here where Simon is the one that's like calling her and wanting to be around her, but she's kind of the one backing off and being like, "Stop being so needy, Simon. It's not a good quality." She actually just does say that in the episode, which is funny coming out of her. So this kind of mystery amps up when one of the first scenes in the episode with Rose after she lies and says she's spending the evening with Sandy instead of spending Simon's last like night in Glen Oak with him um, is a strange adult man coming to her house. Um, right. We don't learn until like a few scenes later who he actually is. It is her father. Yeah. But they do make it seem um, like he's something else. But I have written in my notes that Rose has a sugar daddy. Same, I wrote the same. Which is not true, um, but they definitely make it seem like this... Well, also, because the way she's lying to Simon, um, you just get the idea because then in a separate scene, Simon realizes that he's been lied to, and he like goes to find out where Rose is, and he comes back without any... Uh, any new information. Mm-hmm. I guess he goes to where he thinks she lives or something. But she is at her father's house, um, and they're having, like, this... Again, these conversations where they don't really reveal what's going on. And then finally it comes out where uh, Rose's father is like, well, you knew we were that this divorce was coming, and you knew that we were going to be selling the house. And Rose is like, oh, just like your three other wives, including my mother... And she was like, I was hoping you would just give Simon, me and Simon, the house. And her father's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we learned that not only are her parents not together, but her parents are with separate people and on their third and fourth marriages. Right. Um, well, and her father's just finishing up his fourth. And her, it seems like her mother's third is also going down the drain. Yeah. Um, so it is... It's, kind it's, of, it's, it's very Seventh Heaven scandalous. Yeah. It's not that scandalous, but it is pretty scandalous for Seventh Heaven for... I think, like, she thinks that if Simon finds out that he's not going to be, like, all in love with her about it, because it's like, oh, divorce exists. Maybe marriage is not for everyone kind of thing. Uh, So she really wants to hide it from him, which is why she's being so secretive. And I think is why we're supposed to believe she was in such a rush to get married all along, which really doesn't make sense, because... Rushing the marriage just kind of more likely makes it seem like they might get divorced. Yeah, so, like, this attempt to humanize her and make us feel sympathy for her, like, oh, she's a child of divorce, and she's just really looking for love, doesn't actually work. Land, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's really all that, like, and by the end of the episode, Simon still doesn't know um, about Rose's parents and what's really going on, and Rose gets away with... Like, murder basically um, um but i actually so the thing about seventh heaven is that there are a lot of things that they introduce a lot of plot points that we know a lot about and they seem kind of important but they never actually get resolved like will it ever be bought up that sandy and simon had a thing no. I mean, they keep bringing it up. Like, but Sandy like, just keeps bringing I mean, it up. Is, but in the greater scheme of things, no, probably not. I don't think so. But also, I see they were trying to build char- like a, a backstory for this character that has just generally been, like, horribly unlikable. And why? Too little, because too it late. Because it, it, se- it seems like, yes, as the great JoJo once said, yes. it's too little, too late. But also... Um, why? Because it seems like from the beginning, the writers have been trying to make her seem like terrible. You're not supposed to like her. They're not giving her any depth at all. Because even in like 
shows where you have like a really unlikable character, if they give them depth from the beginning and you can understand why the character is like uh, behaving the way that they do, you like it gives some insight and you're supposed to like understand why they're acting this way. But with Rose from the beginning, it's just been like irredeemable. And this is like very late in the game to be like, oh, but wait, this is why she is the way she is. And also, I don't care. It's like, again, it's very like fake scandal because like it happens. I'd be more interested if it was actually a sugar daddy. Right, I wish she had a sugar daddy. That, like, she's had to break it off with because she's getting too serious with Simon or something. But also, why would she leave a sugar daddy for Simon? Who the hell knows? Um, So, our next storyline is going to be kind of this, like, Sandy Martin plus, like, like the extra people. Quadrangle. Yeah. So, we've kind of... So, in the background of this Martin-Sandy kind of back and forth has been... Kevin and Lucy being, like, parents to... Both of them. Really, to Sandy. Yeah. Because um, Martin's been pushing everyone away, just like, my life is ruined, this is all happening to me. He's been actually absolutely terrible uh, to uh, Sandy about this. And Kevin's kind of been like, he's kind of, he keeps on saying, I want to talk some sense into him, I want to talk some sense into him, and this is actually when it happens. So this all gets going when Sandy is bringing over apple pie from Lucy's house to the the Rev's house. She runs into Martin, who is coming over to talk to Ruthie because Ruthie's decided to call him for the first time in since Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah. so like it's a week after Thanksgiving. Um, so, which is an interesting twist. I thought the whole thing at the end with Ruthie talking to Sandy went, meant that she was also forgiving Martin, but it seems she's only forgiven Sandy, question mark, but not Martin. So they run into each other. Sandy kind of, it's very nice, very like normal. She's like, cordial. Oh. Yeah. She's like, well, she's just like, Hey, if I don't get to see you before the holidays, like tell your family to have like good holidays and I hope everything is good for you in the next, like in the new year, whatever, something like that. Just like well wishes through the holidays and the new year. And he has nothing to say in return. And this kind of causes Sandy to have like a breakdown. She's (laughs) like, why can't he even say something nice like that to me? Why does he like want nothing to do with me? Like, I know he doesn't want this kid, but he can't even like string a couple of words together, like happy holidays or something. And she's crying. Or just like you too. Or that might be what he said. Um, like, so she's crying on the King Kurt couch and Kevin's like, I'm going to have a word with him, but actually I'm going to punch him in the throat. What he said, he's like, I've been wanting to punch him for months and I'm finally going to punch him. So they, so Kevin goes and runs into, uh, Martin and Kevin gives him a piece of his mind. It's like, look, I know that you don't want this, but this is what's going to happen. And Martin's all like defensive and saying, I went to Lucy for help, but instead Lucy and you are on her side and not on my side and they kind of get into into each other's face and it's very homoerotic er, erotic and yeah at a certain point like martin's like okay then punch me and like their faces are really close and i'm like they're just gonna kiss right now and the next thing we know is we don't get to see them actually punch each other but we do see them like literally very quietly just rolling around yeah. on the ground um and the next thing we next time we see them they have like scratches and like bruises on their yeah face suggesting that they yeah. eventually punched each other um and they have, like, a heart-to-heart, which is... I don't actually know what's said in the heart-to-heart, but I think it's basically along the lines of you can't continue treating Sandy like this. Like, your life isn't over. Like, this is just... This is what a you gotta do. A bump in yeah. the life road. 
And this seems to kind of make thing a difference because Martin does end up calling Sandy by the end of the episode to say, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot to say this to you when we were together, but happy holidays to you too, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, me on the other side, which of makes this, it all better, and he's going to be a great father now. On the other side of this, we get some more fanfic for us to think about. Uh, in that, oh, when obviously Sandy, Lucy, and Kevin, yes, are all a throuple. They're a throuple, yeah. So Sandy wants Martin to be Kevin, but then she realizes she wants to be Lucy. Um, and she's like, Kevin's perfect. You're perfect. Why can't we be you? <laughs> and then Kevin walks in all bruised up, and Lucy's like, ooh, you're in trouble. But also Sandy's ooh. like, I'm very aroused by the fact that you just beat up Martin. Like, in, basically in honor of Sandy. Who, what, what girl doesn't like that? Or what guy doesn't like that? What person doesn't like that? Um, so that's kind of a little, like, yeah, maybe you'll hear us talking about it. Maybe you won't, but we're just putting it in your brain now. It's like an earworm. Just the way that Sandy looks at him when he opens the door is Trust just Trust us. Yeah. And also the way that Lucy Trust. looks at him. Or the way that she looks at Lucy. Right. It's, it's all, it's all the, there. There are just looks going everywhere. Yeah. We don't, we don't make this stuff up because we like to be scandalous. We are just talking about what we see. Straight facts. Exactly. Um, I guess the final storyline in this episode revolves around Ruthie and Jack. Yeah, I don't know why we saved this one for last. It's, it's one really, of the least remarkable. Yeah. In that Jack comes over to confront Martin. Martin or whatever, and he's like, I heard what you've been saying about me and what I do. And then Martin's like, well, we broke up with... Well, first of all, I said this, and I've said this from the beginning. This whole thing with... Jack going from Meredith to Ruthie was this arranged like boyfriend swap thing right. where Meredith was like, Oh, I'm on to Martin, but I don't want to leave Jack like high and dry. So I'll just pass him off to Ruthie. So it never was about like Jack, like having sex with Meredith and then being like, well, I got what I wanted. I'm on to the next one. It was very much this weird, Oh, we're just like pa- passing people around. Um, so Martin goes through this long list of younger women that Jack has apparently dated. And Jack points out, like, kind of the things that Martin probably didn't know about those relationships and that, like, one of the last ones or the, like, more notable ones, Jack is like, I'll let you know that I still, like, I really loved her and she broke up with me and you don't have the full story about all of these girls, so you need to shut your mouth because that's not at all what's going on. I just, like, I got broken up with a few times, and, like, other times it just wasn't working out. So I'm not just jumping from girl to girl because I am, like... Using and... Yeah, using them. and discarding, but, like, it's it's a two-way street, bud. And also that he's actually really looking for a girl who's, like, interested in more than sex. Um, and that's apparently Ruthie. Uh, this leads to everybody apologizing to him for jumping to conclusions, but it also basically leads to Jack and Ruthie having to have this conversation at the dinner table, which we are not privy to, but the whole hijinks here is that, oh, so the Rev overhears this, and then he feels like an idiot for believing Martin or something, and he's just like, I can't go in the kitchen because Jack is in there, and Jack is talking to Ruthie. And I don't know why he can't, because the apple pie is in there, and mm-hmm. the whole thing is, his whole bit is he's got to get the apple pie. Um, but eventually he does go in there, and he speaks to Jack, and he's just like, I overheard what Martin said and what you said, and 
I'm sorry I jumped to conclusions as well, and I still think that 18 is too old for 16, which is the main, like, he's like, okay, he was like, that barrier to you dating is aside, but there's still the original issue I had, which is the age difference, and that's kind of where it gets left off, like, there's still no conclusive, like, oh, well, yeah, well, oh, all right, never mind. Um, so the last scene for them is... Like, it's time for them to be, like, it's at the school the next day, and it's time for them for them to be like, okay, let's form a date. But they're both like, you're too old for me, I'm too old for you kind of thing, and they decide that there's no longer anything between them. Oh, my God. So it's over. No more Jack. They didn't even get to make it Facebook official. No. No kissing, no nothing. Which... Oh, yeah, because when Jack leaves the house, he doesn't kiss Ruthie, yeah. and then the Rev is like, I noticed that you didn't even do, like, a quick kiss goodnight. Are you not into him anymore? And Ruthie's like, no, you don't what you're talking about. We're just not going to kiss in front of you. But actually, that's exactly what But it then is. she's like, well, because Ruthie's, like, still obviously in love with Martin. Yep, even though she's trying to say she's not. But that's really it. The rest of the episode is, as we said, the Rev trying to eat some apple pie until he eats the apple pie. And then, like, oh, he runs into Annie in the hallway upstairs, and she's like, oh, why haven't you talked to Jack yet? And he's like, oh, the apple pie, and then the twins are involved somehow and being stupid. There's a speech about, like, the holidays is all about getting what you want and not looking at what you have, and I've been wanting this apple pie, but I haven't realized what I've had, which I don't know what he has. He's, he's like, had, like, pecan pie. <laughs> like, so... Uh, blueberry pie. So that's the episode. Pumpkin um, pie. It kind of felt like a filler episode in a bit. It also seemed to end... It's some, like bridging the gap between yeah. the Thanksgiving and the Christmas episode, which the Christmas episode is entirely unremarkable, too, but... Um, as the Thanksgiving episode was. So really, is, this season is entirely unremarkable. So sad. Other than like the build to like everybody finding out about Sandy and Martin. What would you but rate But that's this over episode? now. Oh, um, 2.5. Um, you know what? Same for me as well. Actually, no. A three for some of that fighting. <laughs> um, so if you want to check out, maybe we can get you some stills of the fighting or at least the aftermath. I think it's too dark. Yeah. It, it's too dark. It's too dark to take a video of it. May, the light. But we'll see. Um, check out what we decide to post. Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at CamdenCastShow. We are at Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. Email us, CamdenCast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Saturdays and Wednesdays, but also any day of the week. Um, because old episodes exist and also maybe you don't have time to listen to us on Saturdays and Wednesdays but do what you want it's your life and you could do that maybe on... stop listening to us whatever you want <laughs> please continue listening to us um, on Stitcher on the Apple iTunes podcast app and on SoundCloud.com slash I'm Tanvi I'm Erin this is Camdencast Cast.